Nice to have you. Thank you. Now, there's something that I feel we need to kind of get out of the way about myself. Um, I love to cycle. I go to cycle you on a stationary bike. I am fantastic. I do not know how to ride a real bike. And it is a dream of mine. Before my 30th birthday, which is next June, I have a full year, I'm going to figure out how to ride a bike in a park on the street, mm-hmm. somewhere, but it's going to happen. So I feel like you all are going to be seeing a lot of me. I just wanted to give you that, that forewarning. Is, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> I love to hear that. Um, yeah, you're not the first adult that I know who who doesn't know how to ride a bike. Um, it's a real bummer. I used to live in New York City, and my friends were like, let's go ride a bike in the park and I'm like I mean I can run behind you but that's all I got I can't do it I grew up on a mountain where was I gonna go (laughs) before the scooter scene yes (laughs) running is good too yeah Yeah. now why don't you all take a minute just to introduce yourselves tell us who you are and what you do yeah Brian you go first uh my name's Brian I'm I'm from Corbin Kentucky uh I'm a painting body man slash mechanic um I grew up uh grew up in Corbin uh family-owned business body shop uh, my dad passed away in 2019. Um, I ran a little bit off the rails for a couple years. Um, uh, moved to Lexington last year uh, to get my life back together. Uh, started from scratch. Mm. So I've been here about, almost, right about a year now. Mm-hmm. How are you liking it so far? I like it. Good. I like it. There's more op- more opportunity. Absolutely. Here. Mm. Yeah, and that's Brian, y'all. Um, <laughs> my name is Luke, um, Luke Box. I'm the shop manager at Broke Spoke Community Bike Shop. Um, I am a 36-year-old uh, father of one. Um, I've lived in Lexington consecutively now for uh, 13 years. Before that, I think there was probably, I don't know, four or five years kind of off and on, mm-hmm. sort of around Lexington and other places. Um, but I grew up here in central Kentucky, um, Cynthiana to be exact, if anyone knows where that is or has heard of it. Um, yeah, rural Kentucky, so so didn't spend a lot of time. I take that back. I grew up in rural Kentucky, but I grew up in, in kind of like in the town part of a very small yes. town. Mm-hmm. So, so me and my friends would, you know, ride bikes around um, on the weekends and, and play street hockey and stuff like that. Uh, but it certainly wasn't, wasn't, um, a means of transportation or or considered anything more than, you know, a toy for children. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be it. There was, now that I think about it, there is a gentleman who still rides his bike around Cynthiana everywhere. I mean, you'll see him riding out on the highways, out in the country. His name's Harmon. Um, anyone listening, if <laughs> if you know, you know Harmon from Cynthiana. Um, <laughs> shout out to Harmon. Yes. Big, huge shout out to Harmon. <laughs> Harmon is, he was the first person who, who I'd ever seen or even known who used a bicycle as a means of transportation mm. and a means of life. Um, Harmon has a mental disability, so he's not able to drive, but he mm-hmm. can ride his bike. Yep. And he does. Everywhere. Walmart, grocery store, all over love the place. Mm. He's got a bike, got flowers all over it. Mm. People love him. Um, 
so yeah, that is where I'm from. Um, I'm the youngest of five, um, the baby, I suppose. And uh, yeah, 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 I think that's a pretty good yeah. synopsis. Well, tell me a little bit about Broke Spoke. What is Broke Spoke for mm-hmm. people who don't know? How did that get started? Tell us the whole story. Sure. Um, so I, I guess to... <laughs> I guess to put myself in in the context of Broke Spoke, um, I've been volunteering there for, um, I would say, ten years. Um, the organization has existed for more or less twelve. I don't know exactly when the birthday is, mm-hmm. um, but it's pretty close to twelve years um, this year sometime. But Broke Spoke is a community-ran, volunteer-based organization um, providing better access to better bicycles um, as well as providing or as well as acting as a, a a hub for the general cycling community in Lexington um, from like an inclusive sort of standpoint mm-hmm. um, there aren't membership fees or or anything like that it's it's you come as you are and, and we accept you as you are um, and 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 just a place to a place to provide um, you know a safe place for people to come and and talk about bikes and, and do bike stuff and generally we just want more people when more people from all over the community um on bicycles all over the place mm. now brian how did you get started with broke spoke um last year um I, I went into sober living about uh september and uh found an old bike out behind the uh where we lived and uh i'm a mechanic by trade so i started tinkering and uh, I heard about Broke Spoke and, and went down and, and saw Luke. And it, and it was a place where I, I didn't just have to just to go buy a bike. I could buy parts to fix, mm-hmm. to fix mine and, and advice. And, and they have workstations to where you can bring your bike down and work on it with the, with the proper tools and all, and all that that I, that I didn't have. And uh, I got to know Luke and the guys down there and, and the community. And, and one thing led to another. Um, I went from that bike to a different bike and to a better bike, and um, and now I've I think I currently have fifteen of them. Uh, fifteen bikes. Yep. Uh, Dang. I, 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 buy, I buy, sell, and trade. Uh, I'm I'm probably friends with twenty people from from the bike bike shop. Now, yeah. Or, yeah. And uh, uh, the uh, great great people. Um, I went uh, through their mechanics classes uh, to be a certified broke spoke mechanic. And uh, I did that, and now I volunteer every chance I get. Well, now let's talk about some of those classes and the resources that you offer. What does that look like? Because you really are like a community hub Mm -hmm. that offers resources and education and training. So what does that look like for you all? Yeah. Um, So I guess before I kind of went into, like, the mission aspect of, like, what Broke Spoke Mm, is, you know, um, in words. Physically, what is Broke Spoke? Um, We exist in a pretty well developed uh, warehouse space in the brack of um, the bread box, which is West Six Brewery and, mm-hmm. and that whole facility there. Uh, I don't know how many square feet it is. Um, I don't two thousand three maybe. We have eight uh, we have eight bike stations that are fully stocked with all kinds of tools, um, all the tools you would need to basically repair anything on your bicycle. You can come in and you rent the space. Basically we call it stand time. For eight dollars an hour you can come in and you can rent Uh, a bike station for eight dollars an hour and then with that eight dollars an hour we have volunteer mechanics like brian who are able to assist you in your own bicycle repairs Mm. so the idea is that it's a it's a it's a form of empowerment um and accessibility um you know we provide you the access 
while simultaneously providing you the education um, so that you can, you know, you can use both of them and, and, and learn to repair things on your own. Um, you can also volunteer in the shop doing, uh, there's a million things to do. You can volunteer <laughs> in the shop um, and earn $10 an hour in shop credit that you can then use towards the purchase of a bicycle or you can use it to pay for that $8 an hour stand time mm. or you can use it to buy bicycle parts. Uh, again, the idea being that you don't necessarily have to have money to use the resources that we have, that right. being bicycles and tools and knowledge. People really are the resource. People are the resource. Mm. People are the knowledge is is the absolute resource. Um, and, and that's something that you can't you can't really buy that. Right. <laughs> you have yes. to you have to you have to find it. And then through human interaction, you have to reproduce it and copy it over and over and over again. Mm. Which is uh, which is which is a lot of fun. It's probably my favorite part. So physically, that's what Broke Spoke is, and all of the bicycles that we get are all donated from the community. All the bicycle parts come from bicycles that we're not able to repair, or mm-hmm. we decide not to repair them. People also just give us bicycle parts. So in terms of actual new product that we sell, there is very very little. Right. Um, so everything in there is all is all recycled as well. The environmental aspect of of broke spoke i think goes a little understated we we prevent a lot of things from ending up in a landfill basically. because you don't even really think about that because it's a bicycle and you're like well you can't yeah. really throw a bicycle away people oh yeah you can. literally throw oh, yeah. them away yeah. yes <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah yeah um so yeah we do a lot of we do a lot of recycling things as well uh and that's just kind of that just comes secondary that wasn't like part of you know that sounded like the mission or whatever right. but it's if somebody gives us a bike and, and we're not able to fix it, you know, it's also our responsibility to responsibly um, manage that that waste stream, uh, which we try. How many hours were the classes exactly? Look, I can't remember. It's uh, 16. Mm. I'm sorry, Courtney. I don't remember your original question. <laughs> it was something about the classes. No, like the resources that you offer and, and you do classes right. and things. So what kind of initiatives are you all doing right now? Okay. So, yeah, the classes is what comes to mind. Uh, there, we In the past, we have done classes. Um, as far as who was teaching these classes, we had sort of outsourced it to the community. We had uh, some local actual professional bicycle mechanics that would come in um, and teach these classes. Uh, we had volunteers just from the community, um, some cycling clubs that would come in and teach classes, as well as some volunteers. Um, I was hired on as a shop manager in October of last year, and since then, um, I I have taken over teaching these mechanics classes. Mm. So on average, about every two months, um, I I organize a session, and it's usually 16 hours. Um, it's usually two nights a month. We do what two two hour sessions a week. Um, so about two yeah 16 hours of classes. Um, the idea with these classes is to train volunteer certified mechanics is what we would call mm. it. And without getting too far in the weeds, it's the idea for these classes is for us to train volunteers who would then come back into the shop, who will then, you know, uh, allow us to be open more hours, basically. Mm-hmm. We keep the wheels turning. Keep the wheels yeah. turning, yeah. The, we're, open, uh, we're open to the public eight hours a week, and we need to be open more than that. We want to be open more than that. Mm-hmm. But the thing limiting how much time we're able to be open is is the volunteer base right and these classes are are kind of the the incubator for mm. 
for developing those volunteers. That kind of so, went from uh, coming down and, and renting space to doing the classes, and now I come down and volunteer sometimes. And at, teach people. Eight, yeah, eight hours a week. And, yeah. And teach people how to work on, on their stuff like, like I, I was taught. It's, 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 it's great mm-hmm. to have people because it, it's more for people that have to use their bikes for more or less transportation or right and and a lot of times mm-hmm. it's their only means of transportation mm-hmm. and 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 fun recreation too but it, it's it's more fun to teach one teach someone how to work on their own stuff and that whatever. kind of leads me into my next question is can you talk a little bit about the importance of the cycle community in Lexington and the importance of having access to that community as just like a, a regular community regular was in quotation marks, Mm -hmm. like a regular (laughs) community member. Why is it important that we know that the cycling community exists and like help support them? Yeah. Um, Generally, I mean, the more, the more accessible you, you make your community, I I think, you know, the better off your community is, the stronger Mm -hmm. your foundation is going to be, the more, the more inclusive and accessible, you know, your systems um, and your community become. Um, on my end, um, the uh, community part and the used part was, was huge for me. Um, it, it changed my life as far as I couldn't afford to go to, you know, to some places and, yep. and buy brand new parts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and I'm more hands-on being able to, to earn parts or earn stand time by, you know, by uh, volunteering made a lot of things more accessible for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the most important part of it. And can you tell me a little bit more about your specific story and how Broke Spoke kind of ushered in um, this new lease for I, you? I had a uh, I had a uh, a bike barely, barely held together and and needed parts for it. Uh, it was unsafe stuff like that. Um, I came down and and volunteered and and. Uh, um, basically helped around the shop and 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 stuff and and earn parts to make uh, to make the the, the bike more rideable and uh, uh, my girlfriend uh, was in the same you know is in sober living with me and, and she rode with me every day and it, it made our lives so much better mm-hmm. um, it, we could ride further we could ride faster we could we could ride mm-hmm. every day and we didn't stay uh, broke down on the side of the road I mean it, it really made our lives a lot better yeah. Mm. Man, I've, Brian talks about this every day. It still makes me. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, that's exactly. Yeah, that's why I brought him. This is that. That, that is yes. exactly yeah. what what we're here to do. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the point of the whole thing. I get a little choked up talking about it too. That's mm-hmm. the yeah. yeah so but the, it, it was rough at the beginning. Yeah. I, I rode a bike all, all winter. Um, yeah, I, I rode it in snow. I was there. I the cold, yeah, mm. I saw but, you. But uh, I, I, no, I could ride twice as far yeah. on a um, way better bike, and and it was accessible to me without yeah. without mm-hmm. any money. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, it's it's freedom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Oh, that I mean I think people really take for granted what freedom kind of looks like, yes. especially when you're in a situation where like having freedom was not on the list of things for you. Mm-hmm. Like either you're you know dealing with addiction or you're dealing with like a, a physical disability. A physical disability right. or you're dealing with things like in your personal life at home. Yeah. Being this is like one thing that you can have by yourself yes. and you can do things by yourself. Absolutely. That's really powerful. Yeah. yeah. To, to show people that they can like will things into yes. existence that they may not have even, you know, really imagined right. um, without having, you know, a lens like broke spoke to kind of see it through and be like, Oh, I never, you know, I've never, never thought, thought about riding a bicycle. Existed. I never, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Now yeah. what immediate needs are you all facing right now that maybe our listeners can help with? 
Ooh, yeah, good one. We need people who are willing to learn to become bicycle mechanics, um, which sounds like a lot of fun to <laughs> to a lot of people, and it is. I can tell you, mm-hmm. uh, Brad can tell you, there's it a is lot a- of camaraderie. I mean, it's really, really great people. Uh, I go riding with with some of the folks now. Yeah. I, I talk to Luke ten times a day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, it, it's it's great community. Great community. Yeah, uh, we need bicycle mechanics, um, and we need bicycle mechanics from all kinds of of demographics mm-hmm. and and people. Um, it's so people who are willing to contribute their time and their patience a lot of mm. what it is so these mm-hmm. classes are um they can you know it's it's a class this is like any other right. educational experience yes. like you will fail there yeah. will be frustrations there mm-hmm. will be things that you will mess up um which is good that's if you're not if you're not failing you're not messing up like you're not right. trying hard enough um so so on the surface we need people who are willing to commit possibly you know Depending on how much they already know about bicycle mm-hmm. mechanics and that sort of stuff, um, possibly willing to 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 put in quite a few hours to to learn how to become a mechanic, and then after you learn how to become a mechanic, then commit to you know coming into the shop you know one two days a month or something like that mm-hmm. um, to cover a shift. Uh, the more people we can have doing that, the more hours we can be open. Mm. Yeah. And where do you see Brookspoke being in like five, ten? Years, if oh, you can man. imagine that. Yeah, Brian, I'd be I'd be interested to hear, to hear um, if you've ever thought about this. Um, well, I wasn't really there at the beginning, but mm-hmm. um, the the turnaround with like people that 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 come in and then volunteer and then and then come in to 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 volunteer and and, and be a mechanic. Um, the more people we get, just the bigger and bigger and bigger the place place has has to become right and that's 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 a perfect program for that mm-hmm. yeah for growth mm-hmm. right um yeah so it sounds like yeah it sounds like what you're saying is it's like you know doing what we're doing now but just right. more of it yep right yeah, more like a that. bigger scale yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. 40 hours uh, and, yes. uh, <laughs> i was here i was here um three months and i rode a bike a month before i even really heard of the place yeah mm. yeah so um uh yeah yeah I, I hadn't really heard of the place uh as far as just you know, uh, knowing where it's at and, yep. and mm-hmm. how to find it is, yeah. is the biggest thing. And that's and that brings up another need, I guess that I wouldn't say we struggle with, but but communicating with the general public mm-hmm. about who we are, what we do, where we are, when we do it, how to you know how to help us, and and all that sort of stuff. Um, I still think we're I still think we're we're still kind of in. An insular sort of sort of bubble, yeah. In terms of like the people that that know us and and where we're at and stuff like that, and and cycling, cycling in big cities can can kind of be like that, you know. It's it's once it's once a hobby becomes so big, it it sort of doesn't grow at the rate it originally grows. It mm-hmm. sort of starts to like reinforce itself, and and then you get stuck in these you know in these bubbles, um, but cycling um there 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 are cyclists that exist way outside these bubbles everywhere mm-hmm. um and and people see them all the time all over lexington you know you've got you've got recreational cyclists and you've got and then you've got you know um and, and then you've got i don't know invisible cyclists is a is a term that was coined years ago through 
Uh, what some, does that like mean? Like a bicycling magazine or something. Invisible cyclists are are people that exist outside of of these popular cycling bubbles. Invisible, as in they're they're they have they have a need that is not being met at the level that it probably should. Mm. So they're riding in places where there aren't bicycling facilities. They don't have enough money that they can go and 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 pay for someone to help them, you know, help mm. to fix their mm-hmm. bike. And like I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't have the they don't have the means um, financially, um, as well as from like an infrastructure standpoint and even a social standpoint. Um, possibly, almost most importantly, um, they're they're these cyclists that are that are kind of possibly invisible to the rest of the cycling community right um but cyclists you know nonetheless like they're out there just riding on two wheels just like you are um but but they but but they're not they're not seen because they're outside of the bubble um so yeah we we i I think lexington um it's going to continue to grow it's been growing for years um and i believe that we still i think we have a huge potential of an audience in Lexington and Fayette County and the surrounding areas that have that we have yet to even make contact with, mm. right? And that's and and that's a and that's a that's a hard that's a hard nut to crack in terms of like how do you, you know, how do you how do you do that? How do you get out into right. these? I mean, it's easy to say like, oh, well, you just you know get in your car and drive out to the communities and hand out flyers <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, People need to know exactly what the broke spoke is compared to. Your your normal bike a normal shops. bike shop right. right yeah yeah um, sorry I guess I got a little off track back no, to what I Courtney asked yeah back to what you were talking about 15 minutes ago uh, in the future <laughs> what does it look like so uh, when I think of the future of broke spoke um, I I usually think of it in regards to other co-ops that exist in the United States there are probably 75 bicycle cooperatives that are extremely similar to broke spoke um and a lot of them in in much bigger cities boston um new york and i don't know there's probably 25 alone in california um but they have uh the the kind of programming that they offer is is really neat they they do kids programmings Mm -hmm. they have uh they do group rods um some places are doing like like music events um they have women's nights and women's rides and lgbtq plus rides and and organizations inside of the organizations um you know they're reaching out to to festivals and their own bike valets and and on and all sorts of stuff um the the open hours would be great the the being open more Mm -hmm. hours but then what excites me even more than that is is the is is the programming that I see a lot of these other co-op storm mm-hmm. um, that's really creative and, and really inclusive and, and a lot of fun. Honestly. And like what you can do with those more hours, you know, it just gives like more opportunity to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because open hours is so open hours at Broke Spoke is like you know you have access to the physical shop. You come right. in, you have mm-hmm. we have eight bike stands and all that sort of stuff. There's also the the I think we have. I think we have the potential to have a lot of social influence as mm-hmm. well. Um, again, this is uh, this is this is a need that these invisible cyclists have: is having a community of people who mm-hmm. who they can, you know, who they can befriend and, right. and and see and ride with and and talk about bikes and and what they mean to them and and make them more parts of their lives. 
Um, but yeah, to, to reach out and, and to do these sorts of social outreaches, um, mm-hmm. or pro- programming, whatever you want to call it, educational sort of stuff. Uh, the idea is to, to create, to make cycling, uh, to normalize it um, in the eyes of the, the community at large. Um, and, you know, this, we could do programming in, in, in elderly folks' homes or, or right. whatever. Right, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, go to the schools and, and teach the kids, which there are programs in Fayette County Public Schools that, uh, that are doing just that, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of bubbles that are outside of our bubbles, and, and I don't think, I think we need to pop all the bubbles oh, <laughs> and, and, and basically just, yeah, and just yeah. kind of let everybody roam amongst themselves. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the future I would like. <laughs> that's I where that. I would like us to go. I love it. Yeah. Now, before we, we... need help, though. <laughs> yes. We need people. We, we need, need manpower people. in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Email us. Call. Yeah. Anything. Um, <laughs> I'll get you on your way. Yes. Now, every episode, we like to do something called BGCF Fast Facts, Mm -hmm. which is where I'm going to ask you a question, and without thinking about it too much, you're going to give me the first answer that pops up. Are you ready? Yeah. Good grief. All right. So (laughs) do you want to go go, like back and forth? Yeah. It's it's the Rorschach test. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, start with – I'll go first. Okay. To break the ice. (laughs) What are you reading right now? Um – Gosh, I listened to your podcast just last night, and you asked this question, and I was like, oh, she asked me. Uh, what am I reading right now? This is silly. The Giver. Yeah, The Giver. It's, I'm not uh, mad about that. Uh, right, yeah, I'm not either. Um, great book so far, recommended to me by uh, a young man who I know. Um, it's an old book. It's usually, like, required reading in, like, mm-hmm. middle school. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, doing a little throwback moment. So doing a little throwback, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I never had read it, and, and yeah, he's like, yeah, this book changed my life. And I was like, all right, man. I'll... Give it a go. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to give it a go. So I'm reading The Giver. All right. Yeah. Brian? Um, I am reading Lee Iacocca's autobiography. Ooh. Uh, my, my dad bought me the book uh, 15 years ago. Um, he was an, a, um, not, not engineer, uh, he worked for Ford Motor Company mm-hmm. under uh, Henry II. Uh, Henry the Deuce, and then he he went to Chrysler <laughs> in uh, the mid seventies, and he saved Chrysler from bankruptcy. Okay, in the late seventies. Yeah, uh, he's the father of the Mustang. That's good stuff, man. Wild. Yeah, man. Yeah. What are you watching right now? Oh man, this one's shameful. I knew you were going <laughs> to ask these questions too. Um, I'm watching a show. It's called Suits. It's a drama show about lawyers. Shout out Meghan Markle. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. The Duchess. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's her. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm watching it. It's okay. I don't know if I'd recommend it. Like, <laughs> to anyone, I only like I watch that, it. I'm like, this yes. is so bad. I only know that show because of Meghan Markle, and I used to be a really big Monday Night Raw fan. Mm-hmm. So it would come on after Monday Night Raw. So I'd be like, oh yeah, that is. It is. I guess suits. it is. Yeah. I guess it is kind of an older show. It is. Yeah. 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 I didn't know. Yeah. I just discovered it and started watching it. Yeah. It's, it's a great uh, time. If you if you time. like some shameless lawyers, yeah. please get in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brian, what are you watching? Um, uh, Brittany will kill me for saying this, but <laughs> she has me suffering through the Avatar movies right now. <laughs> You're suffering? No, it's not as bad as it's I thought it would be. It's not that bad. Uh, no, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, there's there's some really good actors. Uh, we are finally finished with the first one. Uh, we don't have a lot of time, so it, it's took us a week to watch the first one. But we're 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 going to watch the second one. Start it tonight, I think. So. Okay, I've never watched the first one. That's fair. The second one was real cool. 
I liked it so much. And there's a ride at Disney World. Maybe the best ride at Disney World is the Avatar ride. Uh, yeah. The well, first one was good enough for me to want to watch the second one. So yes. I will say that. It's beautiful. Nice. They're all underwater. So cool. What are you listening to right now? Mm, I should know the answers to all of these. Uh, I, I don't know isn't a good answer, I don't think. <laughs> I listen to I listen to a lot of podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to be like. I mean, I listen to music constantly, but there's mm-hmm. nothing that's like blown my mind recently. Right. Um, podcasts. I don't. I listen to. My kid listens to a lot of podcasts. I l- listen to a lot of her podcast. Um, yeah, if you have kids, uh, yeah, <laughs> Brains On is a good one. <laughs> um, uh, Greeking out and uh, the past and the curious are all really really good podcasts for kids. Uh, I listen to a lot of like AP news mm, yeah. <laughs> broadcast and, yeah. and and nothing that's in hidden brain and stuff like nothing too nothing too exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, Brian. Um, I listen to a lot of blues, a lot of early blues. Mm. I play a little bit, and, and I'm, I'm just always interested in hearing something different mm. by the same artist. Is there somebody specific that's uh, on the playlist? I'm a big Muddy Waters and Hallowell fan. Mm. Yeah, that makes me so happy. What are you eating right now? Um, I had Subway earlier. Mm. Um, uh, eggs from chickens that my friends have given me. I've got I've got some friends who are yeah it's a, <laughs> yeah it's a, it's high egg season um, in my social circles apparently. Um, so I don't. I, I guess it, it's summertime, so you know Kentucky produce is is yeah. all is all um, in season. I'm eating a lot of corn and, mm. and tomato. I think I've probably eaten six tomato sandwiches just in the past like two weeks. Can't be beat. Mm-mm. Delicious. No, mayo toast mm. tomatoes. Mm-mm. What you got for us, Brian? Um, a lot of salad, a lot of eggs too. Mm. Chicken, a lot of chicken. It, I guess you could call it a salad. There's a lot of chicken and eggs in it, mainly in a lot of Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of Pepsi. Yeah, Rodney's bikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I eat Just a lot of junk, especially and... when I'm riding yes. uh, too. You can. I mean, you're moving you so you much. You, you can do yeah. that. You eat whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. can't gain a pound. Uh, yeah. yeah. What yeah. are you most scared of? Um, <laughs> out of left field. Uh, without getting too dark. Um, <laughs> most scared of. Oh gosh. Um, I, I guess whatever, it's weird. I don't know, I don't know exactly what motivates me to, to do things that I like honestly, mm-hmm. truly care about mm-hmm. in life. Like to uh, like becoming shop manager at Brookspoke, that wasn't a goal. That wasn't an intent like at all at any point in my life. I volunteered there for 10 years because I just love to do it. You know, right. nobody gets paid to, to do that kind of stuff. We just all do it because it's, it's awesome, makes us feel good. Um, and then now it is, now it's my full-time job. Um, I, I, I'm scared that one day I'm not going to have that drive mm. because, mm-hmm. I, because, because I, like, I don't know where it comes from. It's hard for right. me, it's hard for me to like, to, like pinpoint. to, to put into words like mm-hmm. why, like why that, by doing stuff like that makes me happy, mm-hmm. um, and and I think about sometimes that that one day I hope I don't get com- 
Like place. if you don't know where it's coming from, you're afraid it'll be gone. I could lose yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One day yeah. I might just wake up and be like, I like okay. I don't. Yeah. I used and, to and not know why. That, that, that yeah. Is pretty scary. yeah. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess I don't, it's kind of it's kind of abstract. I guess. No, that's a unique um, one, but it's a really good one. Yeah. Really yeah. And then there's also just like I'm scared to die. <laughs> Which, right. You know. Yes. That's pretty. Yeah. That's that fun. Um, I'll be sure to add that one to like things I'm also afraid of now. So uh, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, losing who <laughs> I am. Aware of that. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Brian? Um, um, getting older, uh, not being able to do the things I want to do, mm. not being physically able to do the things I want to do. Um, uh, I, I think I'm in better shape now than I've ever been, mm. though. Biking's got a lot to do with that. I love to hear that, man. But, uh, yeah, just getting older, not being able to do the things yeah. physically I need to do. Yeah. Uh, my father died really, really, really young, and mm-hmm. like mm. he was perfectly fine, and then he was gone two or three hours later, and that, oh. I'm probably more afraid of that. Yeah. An unknown entity or yeah. something. So. so it was a health? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm-mm. He'd had a hernia surgery, and uh, he'd been off work, and uh, he was fine. He was going back to work, and he thought he had gas, and uh-huh. he had a blood clot. And God. when it was and he was I'm gone sorry. three hours later. We, we, oh, yeah. God. It was really sad, Mm-mm. like a car wreck or something. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm afraid of that, too. Mm. I don't blame you. Jeez. Yeah. On the flip side, what are you most proud of? Oh, my kid, for mm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. an easy one. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, if some of you are lucky to have ever um, been blessed with her presence, yeah. Yeah, she's, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's a, I can kind of take responsibility a little bit for, you know, between me and me and the rest of her family and friends and social circles who have made her who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's my favorite person who has ever existed, possibly ever will. <laughs> um, she's great. Yeah, yeah, thanks, she's man. Great. I love it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so mm. that's an easy one. Brian? <laughs> uh, same here. Um my son mostly um yeah. he's a great family man and just mm. just does what he what he's supposed to do mm. Mm. makes your heart real warm <laughs> who do you look up to oh gosh is it weird to say my kid no um <laughs> yeah no. i kind of do um my kid uh i look up to brian um i look up to to carl and alan and my mom uh my dad uh, these are all just people who, who, you know, they they see they see what it is to to help people, mm-hmm. and they and they understand it, and 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 they kind of like, it's it's, they know they know how it makes them feel, and and it makes them feel good, and and it makes the other person feel mm-hmm. good, and and just seeing people like make those like real deep connections in terms of like what it is like help people and how it makes you feel good mm-hmm. you know not necessarily it's not always about it's not always about the other person like i i help people because like i need to like right. I, if i don't like i'll like i'll hurt, i will hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> like i right. have to like i need the uh, i have to help people or else like it's hurting it's me detrimental. I, it's yeah it's yeah. not good for me like mm-hmm. i don't i don't like to not do it um but but i can but i can i can see where I can see that in other people too, mm-hmm. um, and and I really appreciate that. Mm. Brian, who do you look um, up to? I looked up to my dad more than more than anyone. Uh, best man I ever met, and I look up uh, to people like uh, my girlfriend and Luke mm-hmm. and their uh, abilities to deal with certain situations <laughs> mm-hmm. and people in public and 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 get somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like like we were talking about, keep the wheels turning, keep it, pay it forward, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Why do you love our community? 
Um, our community, I guess, being in Lexington. Um, I like all communities. I like people. Um, mm -hmm. There are communities that I have yet to even be involved in that I'm sure I would probably, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure I would probably love. I <laughs> uh, hope they, uh, you know, one day I hope they meet these people. Um, Lexington is, it's, I hear it all the time. It's, it's, it's like a big city with like a small city feel yeah. or something like that. Um, but I guess that's kind of true. Um, which again comes from that like bubble analogy. Yeah. Like yeah, there's there are there are there are lots of bubbles, and the bubbles aren't always bad. Like there's a lot of good people and a lot of these really good bubbles. Um, and and we all sort of empower each other and 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 push each other. You know, like outside of these bubbles and, mm -hmm. and be like, hey, like go go find some other people to like. <laughs> we need we need to make right. this bubble bigger. Right. Um, so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of really, really down to earth, wholesome, good people who, who are, who are, empowering others to to go out and and do good and and be good and and teach other people to do and be good and mm -hmm. raise their families in these in these communities and and things like that. Um, I believe there's probably communities, you know, all over the world that are that are just like this. I don't know if Lexington's anything. Um, Super, super special. But I'm certainly, I'm certainly glad to mm -hmm. to be raising a kid here and, we'll and, gro it. and growing up here and living yeah. here and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Brian, um, I agree with with Luke. Um, I'm gonna plug the the Brokes book one more time. As far as there are so many <laughs> different kinds of people there, just like Lexington, uh -huh. um, all different walks of life. Uh, people do all different have different sorts of trades, and I can find something in common with almost every single one of them. Yeah. Like I talked to him for. We talk about that. I talk to him for for that. Uh, there's uh, an engineer from from Toyota that mm -hmm. uh, we talk about old car movies when I'm down mm -hmm. there. I mean, there's just something to relate with about almost everyone we meet here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why do you love yourself? Oh, I guess I'll go first on that one. Oh man, <laughs> I forgot about this question. I skipped therapy this week, so here we are. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Um, I don't know. I think I'm a good. I'm not gonna say I think. I know I'm a good dad, mm. um, and I think that's probably pretty important. And 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 today, I think that's yeah. Mm -hmm. Today, I think that's that's probably what it is. Um, because yeah. it's different every day. I'm a good. It's different every day. Uh, it absolutely is different every day. Yeah, and it's sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard, but. Yeah, you gotta find you gotta find something. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta find something every day. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah. So so today it's yeah, I I think I'm doing a good job as a father, so I feel mm. I feel okay about that. Brian, what's your thing today? Um my probably my ability my ability to overcome mm. certain situations in, mm -hmm. in life in general. Yeah. Resiliency. Yeah. Last question. How can people learn more about Broke Spoke? How can people be in touch? How can people find you? Give us all the goods. Okay. So I think it's the Broke Spoke Community Bike Shop org. Facebook forward slash Broke Spoke. I don't know if I'm getting these addresses right. You can find us on <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and if you go and, to the Google and, and you Google, Google search Broke Spoke Broke Lexington. Spoke. Yeah, yeah. There's a phone number. Call it. Um, leave a message, send us an email. 
They um, will call you back. <laughs> I'll call you back. The first time I ever called, I called, and they weren't even open, but Luke happened to be down there and called me back. I was like, the bike shop called me back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Which yeah. is yeah. the best that, aspect the of any right. business. Somebody like, who will call you back. Shop me back. <laughs> Saturday at 9 o'clock. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's me. Um, yeah, so open hours, Sunday, Thursday, 1 to 5 p.m. Um, check us out on our social medias. Call us. Email us. Tell your friends. Um, tell all your friends. Uh, we're at 501 West 6th Street in the back of the Breadbox Bakery. Um, knock on the door. Um, I'm there uh, throughout the week. Even if we're not open, sometimes I'm in there, you know. Big doing orange door. Big orange door. Um, you probably, if, if, if you're nearby, you have to knock pretty loud. It's a big warehouse. <laughs> if I'm in there, I might have the music up kind of loud. So so knock on, if I'm in there and you knock on the door, like, I'm going to answer that door. Um, so when we come down and see us, you know. Call us if I'm there. You know, come see me. I'm <laughs> glad to have you. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think that's just come that's hang out. Reach out. Yeah, come hang out. Yeah, yeah. Come see us, friends. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate Pleasure. it. Pleasure. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. when big things arise, please come back and we'll chat some more. That would be so great. Yeah. We'll do. Yeah. <laughs> big things happening. Yes. Thanks, friends. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Do Good Radio Hour, brought to you by Bluegrass Community Foundation. We'll be back next week right here on Radio Lex, or you can listen to us anytime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at BGCFKY, or visit us at BGCF.org to stay up to date on all of the latest giving and do good opportunities in our community. Until next time, I'm Courtney Turner. Do good and be well. You are listening to the Do Good Radio Hour on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 LP FM Lexington. Our theme song is Happy Tune, written and performed by Brother Smith. The views expressed on this podcast are not necessarily the views of Radio Lex, its board of directors, or Bluegrass Community Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own and the guests'.